The ocean is more ancient than the mountains, and frightened with memories of the dreams of time. Welcome to St. Baxton. A Pump Cthulhu real play tabletop role playing experience starring Steph as Clara Carter, Mike as Nicholas Wally, Fred as Edward Worthington III, Ben as Max Anderson, and your game master, Veronica. Hey everybody, welcome back to another thrilling, exciting, purposeful episode of Welcome to St. Paxton. I am your Game Master, Veronica, and my pronouns are she, her. Hey everybody, it's me, Ben, and I play Max Anderson, and my pronouns are he, him. Hey everybody, it's Fred, and my pronouns are he, him as well. Hi everyone, it's Mike Lane here. I'm playing Nicholas Watley, and my pronouns are he, him. Hey, it's Steph. I play Clara Carter, and my pronouns are she, her. Okay, so let's uh, let's do a little housekeeping. Not enough time has passed for any of you to have HP refreshes, uh, but we are going to do some luck refreshes. Does anyone have their luck cheat sheet up? Does anyone want to tell us how luck is actually rolled? I actually still have my notes. Very good. Steph, what happens during a luck roll? I'm so excited I didn't lose it. Uh, So if you roll equal or less than, you get 1d10 plus 5. And if it's over, it's 2d10 plus 10. Okay. So uh, while, while these delightful players are rolling to see if the gods of luck are going to smile upon them. I'm going to let you know who actually is providing these luck rolls to these lucky sons of, and ladies obeses. Uh, uh, and that's going to be Raul Rodriguez, Robert Hayes, Daniel Martin Garcia, Zach Sloan, Nathaniel Westcott, Kieran Medley, Alexandra Ooh, this one's going to be hard. Alexander, I'm so sorry. DM me on uh, on Patreon or in the uh, Discord so I make sure I get your last name right. But I think it's Krizoska, Jacques Quixote, Brom, Head underscore Face, Leo Walker, William Chichoski, Jennifer Gatlin, Ed Graham, Brad Mack, Alex Coral, Grant Goodine, Russ Walker, and Kevin Etifa. So thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. Uh, If you are interested in helping the show, being a subscriber on Patreon is the best way to do that. And you get access to really cool stuff like our take and ease, which we record after every single episode. And uh, we release those on the same day ish that um, (laughs) we actually release an episode. And it's just kind of uh, where we talk about what the heck just happened to us collectively. So yeah, be sure to hop over to patreon.com slash St. Paxton podcast and uh, give us a little bit of support. We would certainly appreciate it. So how did everyone's luck rolls roll? Oh, my luck rolls went great. Okay, so I rolled over my luck amount, which was like 30-something, whatever. I rolled like a 61, doesn't matter. And then I rolled two eights. Nice. So now I'm up to 62 luck points. A perfect, a perfect high luck amount for uh, my sanity effects. 
<laughs> I rolled under my luck, but with my lucky feet, I still was able to give myself 16 points, and I am up to 95 luck. Holy shizer misers. <laughs> nice. That's a lot. I was also very lucky. I rolled a 97. And then uh, for my 2d10, I got a 10 and a 6. So I'm up to 96. I'm feeling good. Oh, yes. You rolled a 97. Yes. I thought you rolled over a 97. No. I, was like, what? I had 70. I, was so <laughs> I got you now. I'm, I'm here with you. So I had 84, and I rolled a 97. What the fuck? And I know, me. I know, right? And then I got, uh, what, like, 8 plus 10, so I'm maxed again. It's cool. Lucky. It's, it's well, you the know good what? vibes from the patrons. Yes. It's just making us luckier. <laughs> what do you, what, what am I supposed to do with that stuff? <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So if we get unlucky, it's also so their bad. fault. Like, that uh, is so bad. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> no. Actually, if you got unlucky, that would mostly be be me. Because <laughs> I I really throw all of my negative energy at you while you're trying to do those good dice rolls, but it just didn't work for me today, uh, which yeah. is good because of what happened last time. Whoa. I want to say just really close and while I'm here in the mic that I've seen some people say I would have never thought that Nighthawk was a church grin mm. but then I've had other people say well now I see it of course the clues were there all along and those are the people that I like that's that's not me ouch <laughs> just kidding I'm just kidding I went to and looked up church grin <laughs> Yeah, uh, real, real upsetting what happened in this last episode, um, or, you know, but I, I think you guys are going to rebound. Yeah. I never rebound well. <laughs> hey, what's the worst that can happen, right? You hit rock bottom, you bounce. No, sometimes it's a sharp bottom and you stick. <laughs> <laughs> well, you we're see Mortal Kombat? currently alive, so, currently. and I'm a god. So, you know. Oh, that's right. Got a death. It's going to be fine. It's going (laughs) to be totally fine. Uh, Okay. Does anyone want to volunteer to go first? Like, okay, where did we exactly end it? And that's so terrible because I actually edited that episode. (laughs) Mm. So what happens in the end? Oh, yes. And I was like, how about you don't fucking piss me off? And that's where we're going to call it. Wait, the episode's okay, over? So you okay, are. we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> yeah. No, that's Good what one. I said. Can we stop pissing? Can we not piss this guy off? That's right. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where we're going to call it. All right. Didn't Steph kill Nighthawk or something like that? Okay. That... <laughs> I wouldn't say that she killed him. I would say that she put a hit out on Nighthawk. Damn. So. I-, I put a hit out on a dangerous three-headed lava dog, as Edward called them. I don't I don't remember that part. Dogs are always lovely, three-headed or not. Clara, Leo is there with you, has a little huddle, and says, you know, you guys ask a lot of questions for people that um, don't know what the fuck you're doing or who you are. 
So, why don't we start over again? Hi. I'm Harold. Hey, Harold. I'm, uh, Nicholas Watley. Oh, Jesus. I'm, uh... I'm so sorry I didn't see you there. Local farmer. Watley. Perfect. Good to meet you. You know who I am, so... I know, of course, yeah. who you are. Photographer. Mayor. Afraid of giraffes and stairs. Likes to paint, isn't good at it. Oh, whoa. <laughs> whoa, shots fired. Most recently, you are pretending to be dead, but now you're back. Got it? Uh, do me next. Uh, I'm Edward. Who are you? Yes. Yes, I see all of your abs through your shirt. You're sweating through your shirt, and I see all of them. Yeah, sorry. Sorry for shooting you. Um. It's okay. I, I, I bounce back from those things pretty, pretty easily. <sighs> And you, Max, hello. Ah, yeah. <clears throat> ah, Max will, Max has been like sitting on the ground for a minute and, oh, Ooh. Do you have a headache? I feel like I've, no, I just feel like I've, haven't felt like myself for a little bit there. Uh, hey, uh, how's it going? It's going so well, perhaps one of these will help. And he pulls out of, he's got like cargo shorts on, and he pulls out of those cargo shorts, like just a, a PBR, and just, you know, and hands it over to you. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, don't really appreciate what you did to our friend, but, uh. Oh, I'm sorry. That actually wasn't my decision. <gasps> that decision belonged to mayor oh so you're just a artist painter Ooh, i i see um i see i see mm. i see what you're saying so you're just a tool for us to use you do have you have no uh 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 you know thoughts of your own head empty no thoughts we you just you're just gonna do whatever we tell you to do right and then he takes the pbr and starts drinking it and just just looks at him oh yes i'd love to see what you would do with me i just kind of step oh. aside from max a little bit <laughs> Oh, Jesus, buddy. If you're gonna... Listen, I know you possessed our dead friend Leo here, okay? I saw it through the, the, the binoculars. You talked to a big, tall thing. I'm not stupid, little guy, all right? In my head, Leo's a short king. All right, little guy, okay? So, uh, I'm not I'm not dumb, all right? I know you're some sort of freaky black thing. Ugh, oozy, ooey, gooey. All right, I'm not stupid. I don't forget things. Easily, anyway. And uh, he takes another sip. So, uh... Uh, if you're gonna want me to use you in uh, any sort of particular way that you were inferring, buddy, you're gonna have to pick a different body, okay? But, so, you just do whatever we tell you to do, huh? Sure. Go kill the thing in the ocean. Ooh, can't do it. Sorry. Oh, ooh, ooh, too big for you, little guy. Can't handle it. Can't handle a little ocean monster with the big eyes. I just try not to kill my own family. Kill your own. Whoa. Max is <laughs> sipping a PBR as he said that. What? 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 Family. It's my nephew. The thing in the ocean is that. Mm -hmm. What is it? What's his name? Cthulhu. What? What the fuck? Anyways, that's not the biggest threat to you. 
Wait. Okay, well, what is? What? Oh, um, perhaps you didn't see the large creatures going about your little island and terrorizing all of the folk that didn't make it to this little sanctuary. Oh, can you take care of that then? I mean, I guess I could. Do we need to stop and think about this before we uh, send Harold off to take care of somebody else? I mean, what do you want me to do? Go talk to them? I'll go talk to them. Listen, I make great deals all the time. And he starts like going back on one leg and then back on the next. If you want, if you want to get rid of me, this is, I, I can, I can be gone. Hold on. Hold on. Question before you leave. Is Leo dead? Oh, certainly. Absolutely. And 100% dead. I feel like part of him was alive at some point. Um, but when I took over, certainly I had to exterminate whatever was remaining. Can't have that. Okay. Kind of just turn, uh, Max will just turn to look at Edward. Same. Oh, friend of yours, don't worry. I retained everything that was important. And he taps on his temple. So um, if you need to reminisce about the past, I'll certainly be able to do that with you. Cool. I'll, um, so I'll get on the ooey-gooey's that are... Well, hold on here. You seem like a font of information, and we don't know exactly what's going on here. So perhaps you could uh, regale us with some information that we... Like you said, we don't know who we are or what we can do, and you, you clearly have some idea. Sure. Let's take a walk. And he'll open the gates to the library and you're kind of like settling down a little bit you're not high up jump down in a way that would make you all feel like oh a normal person would certainly die should they go that distance but max has a high jump skill (laughs) (laughs) are you coming hold on hold on buddy let me, all right, well, the wall was a bad idea, as they often are. He stops and looks at the camera. And then he, Max will put his hands on the ground and tries to form a staircase going down. Okay, great. Uh, roll something for it. Let me roll power? Yeah. Sure. Ooh, nope. <laughs> That's a... I don't want to use the, this is this I don't want to use luck on this. 72 uh, did not work. Okay. Or at least or at least I did not succeed on the roll. As you are, you know, getting ready to to do this, you feel the the earth like kind of bending to your will, manipulating in such a way, and then all of a sudden um, you feel like this 1000 years of pain as Clementine's nose just <laughs> goes into your into your butt. And you are stunned and you and you fail, 100% fail as you are trying to manipulate and make gorgeous stares. And Clementine looks at you like, what are you, what are you doing? Ah, ah, whoa, hey, 
Oh, hello to you too, Clem. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wait, listen, listen, I get it. You got a smell back there to say hello, but you don't have to be so aggressive with your hellos. We need to go down there. This, I mean, you're not telling us who we are, so we gotta ask this guy. Clem will walk over the edge and see who is down there and like immediately hackles are standing straight up and she begins growling and barking. Okay, I think I'm with Clem. Uh, I, I, I don't I don't trust him. And you watch as Leo from this kind of distance comes up and begins floating and is just sort of hovering out of your reach, but within earshot of you all. Is that you, Clementine? You stupid idiot. What are you doing here? And Clementine just stops growling. And you don't hear what happens unless you're Edward. Everyone else, take off your headphones. Yay, I get alone time. Secrets. Clementine stops growling, and you, with your extra vision, are able to see as she comes out of her body and stands and floats like face to face against this false Leo's body. And she turns back to you and says, Do you want me to end this? And what? His time here. I mean, if you think that's the smart thing to do, I don't really know who he is. Or if he's an ally or an enemy. You can never think of him as an enemy or an ally. He walks the very line. All the time. You can neither trust nor mistrust him, but he does have answers that I cannot provide to you. I don't know what we're facing, and I don't know if we should take advantage of his power. If you feel that it's not safe, then I'll obviously trust your judgment. I think it might be better if I leave for a time. I'll come back. I can't be near him. Wait, hold on. If I have to make a choice between you or him, I would obviously take you. It's not a choice. And it isn't your choice. I think that you might need time. And I shouldn't be the one to reveal who you are to you. I'll be in the library. You'll be able to find me there. Is he going to be the one that's going to show me who I am? I I don't understand. What What do you mean? It seems as though he doesn't have magic on this plane that prevents him from doing the things that I would like to do. So he is knowledge unleashed. But be careful because, as I said... He's neither trustworthy nor untrustworthy. 
Okay. Well, just promise me you'll come back. I'll be in there. You can find me. Okay. okay. So was that, like, an astral form, or...? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. So as you all get back, uh, or, or as this moment happens between Edward and Clementine and Leo, you watch as Clementine turns around and walks back in to the library. Okay, Lee. Uh, I, I mean, okay, Harold. It's time for us to talk. I want to go on a walk. Fine, let's walk and talk. But I don't know if you expect us to make that same jump you did. I Maybe you can help us with that? Babies, yes. Uh, doesn't one of you do portals or something? Couldn't you just portal yourself? I Max just staring daggers through Watley. I uh, raise my hand up and do like a little abracadabra thing at Max as I cast the spell. Okay. And where are you portaling everyone? Uh, well, I'm just going to open one mm-hmm. and then one on the ground so that we can walk through and be on the ground level. That was neat. I'm going to go through it too. I will follow. Yep, me too. All right, well, I guess uh, Edward knows what what a dog wants, what a dog needs, and Max just walks through the portal. So as you're all following Leo's body into the portal, you notice that the uh, the other side, as soon as you're popping through, is not where Watley intended for your second portal to be. And you find yourself just out on the ocean beside Bellamy, or out by the beach beside Bellamy. Max rubs his temples. Wally, can you... I, at this point, at this point, what, what am I supposed to think anymore, man? I think it wasn't me. Oh, right, yes, that was me. Sorry, saving time. Wait, okay. why'd you have Watley create the portal then if you just chose where we went? Oh, right, yes. Remember your friend said, Oh, well, we can just control you. We can just do whatever you want. I didn't like that. Okay, obviously you're powerful. And you have a lot of information and there are a lot of things going on. I mean... Just dish it. Let's go. Let's talk about it. What's going on? Who are these creatures? Yes, let's do it. And in a moment, I want all of you to roll dodge. Oh, God. Oh, no. I rolled a 50 over 47, so I'm going to use one, two, three luck points. Oh, okay. Make that a success. <laughs> Perfect. I rolled exactly my dodge skill. Okay. I rolled a 57 out of 35, so I'm going to use 22 luck. 
Okay, great. So before you say anything, uh, I am <laughs> so relaxed that I rolled a 97 over a 42. And I am not going to spend 55 luck points to make this dodge roll. So I'm very focused on Harold and uh, what happens. Great. So Harold releases this great black ooze out of his mouth. So everything just like shoots out toward, you know, each of you. And three of you are able to just, you know, quickly hop out of the way. But Edward is not. And so now there is this long inky tube between Harold's mouth and it begins to engulf all of Edward's head and face until he's completely absorbed by Harold. And then Edward, within your mind, you feel this kind of like tearing as the whole of you is kind of being ripped away from who you've always been. And now you're sharing your, your awareness and yourself with Harold. And he is merging in and out of, you know, all of your memories. And then you find yourself a small crab on the beach. And you have no motivations. You have no longing. You just want to get to the water. Because something seems like danger and your legs begin to carry you kind of sideways to where the foam of the ocean is rippling toward the sand and you finally get to the wet part and something crushes you and you feel as your exoskeleton is completely cracked and you feel this great coldness as the wind begins to sweep over your organs and your flesh. And your eyes see the foam of the ocean. And you watch as a woman walks past you. And she's walking in someone's footsteps. Someone that you didn't see coming, but that just crushed you. And you can't make out what they're saying, but there's this really big fight happening. And as the tide comes in, your body is swirling around in this small pool. And you feel the warmth and cold and the perfectness of the ocean. And now your eyes are oriented in a way that you can see two people that you know very well. You can see the body of Darius and Clem as they kind of argue and fight. And you watch as this woman takes her hand and pulls forward one large wave toward her. And there's this swirling of dirt that occurs and you feel yourself being kind of sucked up into this and you feel as your exoskeleton is just put back together 
and there's like this healing that occurs and now you feel like you could make it back out to the ocean again and then you have a decision to make do you go to the woman or do you flee and go out to sea I'm torn uh, because my sanity affliction is relaxed should I base this on a roll or do I make a decision myself? I mean, you can do whatever you want. And what are my options again? Go out to sea or go towards this woman? Yep. You can go to Clem or go to sea. And do I have any kind of association or emotion towards this woman or am I? No, you're totally emotionless. Is this woman beckoning me in any way? You have no way to know that. You are a crab. Okay, high or low? Okay. High for favorable results, I will say. Which one is that? (laughs) For me, go towards the woman, I would assume, is the favorable favorable result. Um, Sixteen. I'm going towards the ocean. Okay. You go to the ocean, and as you make your way in, you are flooded with thoughts that can't belong to this body because you're walking higher, and you have only two legs, and you have no natural defenses. And as you go deeper and deeper into the ocean... You feel yourself growing. And as you just sort of naturally meet up with other crabs, begin to feast on some decaying fish or whatever it is that you want, you begin to feel like you don't belong here anymore. And I am a humanoid again? No. Underwater? No, you're just feeling lots of humanoid feelings in your small baby body. Got it. Not baby. Crab body. And I do not have my standard intelligence. I have crab intelligence. Is that correct? No. Now you have human-like intelligence. Okay. And my surroundings is I am on the sea floor surrounded by water. And other crabs. And other crabs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, would I know the direction back onto the beach? Sure, 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 sure. Uh, I I will try to communicate with the rest of the crabs and incite them to follow me as I create a crab army back onto the beach. You can try anything? I was just going to say, I did not see this coming. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, what do you want to roll for that? Uh, what do you want to roll for rebellion? power magic power sure go for it do it like infused into my fast talk (laughs) all right so that is a seven out of 65 power that is a a extreme success so all of the little crab fellas and fell fillies (laughs) 
uh, are excited to go with you to take back the land, to be masters of uh, two dominions, the land and the sea. And they rise with you and you hear this like loud clack, 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 as not just these crabs, but all sorts of sea life begin coming toward you. And most everything is ready and willing to heed your commands. What do you want to do? I want all of the crabs to combine together into a Voltron of crabs and we will uh, exit the, the water onto the beach. So all of the crabs and crabs only assemble in such a way that you are able to make a gigantic humanoid type creature. And the woman that you know to be Clementine walks over to you and says, you are so perfect and so cute and so wonderful. I want to make you something different. Will you submit to my magic just this one time? All crabs will nod at the same time. As you all nod in unison with your eyes, I guess, because you don't have necks. Um, It's very weird because all these eyes are just looking up and down. Very strange. And Clem puts her hand to you and you feel this surge of energy. And then she is ripped away from you as this man that stepped on you and crushed you before pushes her out to the ocean and you can feel this force of him pushing her out into the ocean into the sky and out of the world as she is banished from this realm and all of your crab friends have died and you are alone the last survivor of your kind but as you walk over your friends they each come back to life and then leo comes over in this vision and he picks you up and he talks to you like a a puppet and he goes you see edward you came from a strange place and he's almost mocking you as he has his like little puppeteer type voice so when you walk over things you just heal them so what would that make you and you're getting really shaky because he's still keeping you in this crab form although you still now you have all of your human memories and he goes so what do you think that makes you hmm And he's so angry that you're not answering him that he starts applying pressure to your little crab exoskeleton. You could stop this, you know. You can make it all stop, but you choose to be weak. You choose not to know. And he throws you out into the ocean. I will make my way back. And I will continue to raise my crab brethren 
and as I see them come back, I come to realize that my power is obviously associated to life. And I don't know if I would use any specific term to define myself, but I know that, you know, I am older than this time that we're in and I have these powers and I will start to try to manifest myself uh, back to who I am. After each crab that I step on, it I absorb it into my body and I slowly transform into a humanoid Edward as I walk up to Harold and I say to him, I know who I am. Do you? Welcome back, Revenant. What's the next step? You have to heal the island. You have to give everything to it. Because now I'm getting tired of talking about this. <sighs> because other people need your help. And you have to create a space for them. Okay. That's what all of this is. That's why she won't tell you what you really are, because you were her sacrifice. <laughs> I understand. Let's get back to my friends. We need to wake up the rest of them, and then I'll start getting to work. Wonderful. The rest of you um, see that Edward is just enveloped in this oozy, gross, you know, Pussy stuff. And um, he's there for, I mean, like a really long time. So you don't quite understand what's happening, uh, whether or not he's going to have a head after this. It's been at least 20 minutes. So. Is Harold also enveloped in that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's gross. Okay. Ugh, I, this guy seems kind of out of our league. I don't want to touch anything. Uh, uh, yeah, he's definitely in a different league. Um, I'm going to walk up to the ooze. Okay, great. You do so. And I'm going to hold up my hand to it, like close, almost touching it, just like close to it to see if it kind of reacts to my presence at all. It does not. I'm going to touch it. Okay. You are back into this weird space that you were in before with Harold, where he asked you to take his hand. So you're in this kind of like vast nothingness. Am I alone there? You are. I will shout out a few times Edward's name just to see if maybe he's out of sight or something. Real power. Oh my god. That's a one out of 95. At this moment, you know, like while you're in this, you know, dark space, Clara, and you're all alone, 
you want to reach out to Edward and the first time that you scream his name, nothing happens. And then you scream it louder and you actually are able to pull in Abuela into this space with you. And she feels extraordinarily uncomfortable with being here. But as you scream out Edward's name, Edward, as you are coming out of the ocean, as you take on your human form, you are immediately like almost like Iron Man covered with a bunch of like wooden armor that just starts fitting into place for you. And you understand that Clara is looking for you and trying to find you. And then that kind of like brings you into that moment. So you are able to connect and Clara through Abuela's presence, you can see Edward walking out of the ocean. The rest of you watch as Clara's whole body is covered in this uh, black pussy ooze. That probably wasn't a good idea, huh? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, looking at you, looking at that, is that your idea of a good time there, buddy? No. Is that what you and your brother do when no one's around? Come on, it's just me and you. You can be honest. I'd like to push Max into it. Okay. Uh, roll fighting brawl. Can I use telekinesis instead? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, go for it. And just let me know if you pass or fail. 30, damn. Uh, yeah, so 30 is a hard success. Hard success. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you can't dodge it. Um, but you do feel this uh, push against you. And you can roll power to put something, you know, between you and wherever it is that he's sending you. So if he's pushing you back, if you wanted to pull up, you know, a sand wall or something, you could certainly try and do that by rolling power. Uh, you know, Max will not have seen that coming. That I, He figured he would get some sort of physical touch, some sort of rise out of Watley, even more so. Not, not in this particular way, because he's like, oh, he's already used this on me before. He'll try something new. And then he just pushes me. So Max will, well, oh, oh, shit, oh, shit, and... And, like, reach out and try to steady himself against Clara, thus touching the goo. Okay. Uh, So, Clara, you actually hear and feel as Max kind of washes into your space with you. Max, you can also see Edward as he is coming out of the ocean. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh. Hey. Can I see Max? You can hear him. You can't see him. Okay. Can we see each other? No. Or is it all just hearing? It's all hearing. Just like a podcast. Good. Now that you're both here, I know what I have to do. But we need to have each of you wake up. Get together with Harold. Ask the right questions. We need to save the island. Well, we agree on that. When you say wake up, you mean more like an awakening, right? Yes. Not like a physical wake up. Yeah, that's kind of happened. Uh, 
Yes. To me, I don't know if I trust him, but I feel different. We can neither trust him or not trust him. We need him right now. He is just a means to an end. Uh, I mean, unless we can wake each other up. Max, now that you're here, I'm going to have Harold speak to you. And then we'll reconvene. All right, yeah, put him on the line. Hey, baby. Hey, hey there. Hey there, short stuff. How's it going? It's going well. What do you know? What do you know about you? What do I know about me? Well, I know that Darius is a big fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Horrible. He pulled me... Horrible. Evil son. Hey, we agree on that, right? Yeah. You, you, you fucking hammer. Okay, so get it? Because I we call you hammer because you're a tool. Uh, so uh, 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 here's the thing. I know he pulled me out of the dirt, and he made me basically be like a like a slave master, and uh, that's pretty fucked up. So uh, I told him to eat shit and die, and he said, "Okay, you can try to do this for the rest of your life." And then he put me in an infinite loop of hell. I know that much. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, uh, I also know that uh, me and the dirt, we're good buddies, we're good pals. Clearly, you saw. I know how to use it. Somewhat. Not really, though. I just kind of, like, touch it and think, this would be a good idea. That's about it, though. Sure. But do you want to know what you can really do? Oh, buddy, do I ever. Well, what's your crazy plan? See, here's my thinking, is that we are, and Max kind of starts, like, he's on the beach, right? Yeah. Like, he just sees himself just on a beach by himself, basically? Yep. He's like, okay, so, all right, you're, you're like, in the ether, right? Okay, so, and then he kind of starts drawing out on this, like, so we are here, this island right here, right? And then we've got this big nasty guy that's your nephew or something. Ugly motherfucker. Sorry about that. Um, and then we probably got some other ugly guys. That one dude back there that's hanging out with us. Ah, you know, uh, I don't really like him that much. He's, I, tr- I trust him as far as I can throw him, which isn't very far, despite how skinny he is. Um, but he's got a nasty little brother, too, by the way. And, um, let's see here, uh, what I want to do is I want to push all of these things out, and I want to help these people here, so whatever it takes to push out the bad stuff is what I want to happen, alright, so I don't necessarily want to kill your little nephew, or, or even that, uh, that goth son of a bitch out there and his, his, his ugly ass brother or whatever the fuck, I want to take these people and keep them safe and secure against everything, even... He looks left, right. Can uh, those other two hear us right now? Well, not anymore. Excellent. Even if it means they don't get to be here anymore. Perfect. Welcome back, Renegade. It's good to see you again. Oh, again? Oh, my God! What? Oh, I gotta, what, I gotta drink more to remember? Come on. Is it backwards like that? Come on. Oh, of course not. Of course not. Here's what I want you to do. And he leans in close and whispers into your ear. And that's where we're going to call it.
Oof. And then he gives it a little nibble. I'm so excited. That really worked out well the way that I wanted it to. So that almost never happens. I mean, I really wanted to push him into the Good. thing, so it kind of worked out. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't I expect like, so many of you to be able to dodge so well. Like, what the fuck is up with everyone's decks? Uh, yeah. I have a lot of luck, so... And, like, the guy with the most abs gets, like, yeah. covered in the goo. Well, like, when something comes at you, you don't need to dodge. You just, like, you just tense up, and it's like, it just bounces off. It just bounces point. off the abs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So I'm so excited. I've been really excited to reveal uh, Max's name specifically to him uh, forever. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so when uh, Ben came back to the podcast uh, in, what was that, season two? Yeah, in season two, mm-hmm. um, I was just like, oh, shit, this is exciting. And so I started writing him in, and I was just like, it's going to be called the Path of the Renegade, and this is all the stuff mm-hmm. he's going to do. So I'm very cool. It's very cool. I'm very excited to uh, to delve more deeply into this. And I'm glad that he's very sneaky against the rest of the group. Yeah, that insanity uh, really worked out. That great. worked out for my benefit, at least, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, we've got God of Death, which, what was your name when I named you originally? You know, I didn't pull out my big book last time we were was talking. Was it the Reaper? Um, it no. was probably not that. Destroyer of Nighthawk. Oh, come on. <laughs> Oh uh, yes. Okay. Um, I might reveal that in the next episode. So I, I may not, uh, I may not talk about that right now. Um, okay. So yeah, so God, God of Death, God of Life, and the Renegade. Exciting oh times. God. So it really is the yin and the yang and the like line that goes between them, right? So I'm very excited uh, to uh, see. What- and what could Watley be? Well, let's discuss that and take a knee. Take a knee. Uh, it's been so exciting to be able to stream for everyone thanks for coming out and watching the show Um, again I won't I I won't be here next week but um, I I think uh, most everyone else will be here playing Alien without me so that's uh, extremely disappointing very upsetting (laughs) Um, (laughs) and uh, so I'm excited to to see what everyone thinks in a couple of weeks when we come back with uh, with some more episodes Uh, If you want to learn more about the show, kind of like here are hot takes, see when we're retweeting all of our players, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at St. Paxton Podcast. Where's everybody else at? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Ben Stonick. That's B-E-N-S-T-O-N-I-C-K. You can find me on the Twitterverse at I Think I'm Fred. I'm at One Gaming Lane. And I am on all the social medias at Starlet Firefly. And I am at Typical Veronica. And if you have a chance, head over to stpaxtonpodcast.com 
because we just released our first transcript of season three. So go over there and check it out. Uh, see what it's like. We're really excited to be able to be adding uh, a more accessible component to the podcast. And uh, thank you to the patrons and also to our Kickstarter uh, supporters who actually said like, hey, we actually want to help make the show better. And so this is kind of one of the ways that we thought we could use that money to do something really great for uh, for the audience. So uh, yeah, please go check out the new website and uh, let us know what you think and we'll be back next week with alien from hr giger bye bye bye, bye. bye. This episode was edited by Steph Kingston. You can find her on Twitter at Steph O. Kingston. This episode was produced by me, Veronica. The intro for the show was composed by Rob Anderson. You can find him on Twitter at Potentially Rob. Voiceover in the intro was provided by Hiroshi Sutherland. You can find him on Twitter at Maybe Hiroshi. Who in God's green earth would be texting me? Ben says he has to pee. He'll be right back. <laughs> no, not to you. I'm so sorry. That wasn't for you. <laughs> okay, They're like, who's Ben? And why are you telling me they have to pee? She was like, she goes, ew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everybody does it. Everybody pees <laughs> sometimes. sometimes. I should not have drank sodas. <laughs>